everyone. Welcome to King Worldwide. My name is Lisa. Today is a great topic. I think it's going to help a lot of people understand walking with God and and help re, um, fix some issues that people might have if they don't feel as close with the Lord as they think that they should. So I've been talking with my friend Karen, who's a partner of our ministry, and she loves the Lord like I do, and she spends lots of time with the Lord like I do. And we were spending, we were discussing this, and we both realized that we didn't always feel this way about the Lord, not intentionally, but we didn't realize that life could sincerely be so much easier and so blessed once we realized we tapped into the kingdom and I brother Kevin Zadai calls it um you know an experience with Jesus calls it like lay your things down at the altar um crucified life I know a lot of people that live a crucified life at the same time they might not yet have had an encounter with the Lord I didn't know those things existed until I had that same thing happen to me in 2012 but so what I'm trying to talk about here is help us gather an understanding of why what is this life that is so good living unto the Lord We're, it, we all know that Jesus is Lord Jesus is good. Jesus died on the cross for us before I spent a considerable amount of time with the Lord and consistently blocked or changed my way of thinking to be more like the Lord, my life was frustrating. Being a carnal Christian, and I didn't think I was, it's very, very frustrating because you have access to the blessing and all of God's goodness, and yet, unbeknownst, unbeknownst to me, I was still operating like the natural. And something that the Lord brought to my attention yesterday was that Isaiah 55, 8, we all know that scripture. God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher. To try to explain that to someone who's a Christian and yet hasn't had an encounter with God, they, and I didn't either, un don't understand thinking in terms of the way God thinks. When we hear the word thinking, we all have a perception of what that means. And quite frankly, unless we have spent enough time in the word and blocked the contamination, we're being controlled or led by the world's way of thinking. So to say God's thinking is higher and God's thoughts are this, well, we really don't have a concept of what that is until we've experienced it. And I'm saying that to encourage be an encouragement that if we're not hearing from the Lord, there is something that we are doing wrong or we're not wrong necessarily, but blocking. And it's not a knock and it's not condemnation. And we're not trying to impose guilt because all that junk is from the liar. I just want to speak clearly that until I was 42 years young, I did not know this life existed. I would hear preachers talk about their walk with the Lord, some other people ran, you know, stories. And I just thought it had to be like a miraculous event. Well, when this happened for me was when I 
laid down what I thought I wanted. The day that I felt a peace and, and a, a difference, I was saved early, around age seven, and then confirmed, you know, confirmed that salvation at age 13. And I loved the Lord with all my heart. And I got off track some and got back on track. And that's not the point of the conversation. I would have probably never gotten off track had I known this relationship with the Lord. It is so sweet. Like I always say, it doesn't mean there's not issues. What it means is that when we've laid our life down and we literally, the Lord is our God and he takes care of us, then we don't have to do any type of building or making or creating or um, taking care of responsibilities all those things are natural words. Does that mean I just sit in my prayer chair and read all day? Well, for several years, I did. In between mentoring people, I could not get enough. I still can't get enough of the Lord. At the same time, obedience is greater than sacrifice. And a lot of us have a time where the Lord pulls us away and has us um, spend time with Him more and more and more and really get to know Him. For anyone who's been married, I'm not married yet, but I'm smart enough to know that you don't marry someone you don't know and you get to know someone by spending time with them. Well, that's what I did with Jesus. I took that time to spend with him. It's not the amount and it's not a competition and everybody's different. What I'm trying to uh, articulate from the Lord in this message is that the Lord is talking to us. He wants to be close to us. He wants to help us with everything. He does not want us in bondage. He does not want us having problems. He does. He wants to help us if there's a court case. He wants to help us if there are bills. He knows all. And he did not create us until everything was finalized and, and complete. And everything for us, if you're a believer comes with life and godliness. John 10.10 10 is also talks about Jesus came to give us life and that more abundantly in every sense of the word. Spiritually, socially, yes, financially, in our bodies, in our earth suits, etc. So there is a way to live this way and it is surrendering unto the Lord. The, the issue that I think a lot of... Um, type A personalities or go-getters or corporate people. That was what I was, and that's why I can speak on that. I, I think the misunderstanding is that walking with God is not taking all the ways that we do business, let's say corporate business, and successful at that, and then like kind of slide it over in God's realm. It's not like that at all. It's more specifically, get full of God while he still has you in the marketplace. That's the point. We're all in the marketplace. In my opinion, we need to be in the marketplace. So let's, let's pretend I'm in the marketplace now. This assignment has been very much in the marketplace. So I spend time with the Lord. I'm on assignment. I do what he says. The thing is, I do not lead with what Lisa Lisa's experience showed her to do or what Lisa thinks we should do on this assignment. It, there's a difference. 
And when we're led of the Lord, it literally is practice every second of every day. Is this right, Lord? Is this what you want me to do, Lord? Then if we're willing to ask that and we hear him say, set it down, even in regards to business, even if you think you need to make a business call and the Lord said, spend time with me. And then you argue and say, well, how am I going to get a business? How am I going to get business? This is the part right here. If God, if the Lord is leading you to spend time with him, then he has things worked out. All he's needing in the spirit realm is needing to see who your master is. If we, whoever we spend the most time with is our God, it is the truth. There is no two ways about it. If we think getting responsibilities done or handling situations, I'm not talking about one-off situations. I'm talking about in general. If we think getting that stuff done is more important than spending time with God because in our natural thinking, we do not see how we can keep up with our responsibilities and then carve out this amount of time unto the Lord. Well, that's the problem right there. You don't think it works or you can't see how it works. So with all due respect, with that attitude and mindset, which is carnal thinking, one will never experience walking and living in the spirit. Because in that scenario, your will is making the decisions rather than, wow, I heard from God. He said, set this down and I think I'm, I'm, I know more than him. Now, if we think about it like that, we wouldn't say that, but that's in essence what we're doing. We think we know more than God about our schedule and our life. And friends, that is a fallacy. It's a devil. It's a familiar spirit. It usually becomes a stronghold and it needs to be addressed and cast out. And the fastest way to get in God's realm, if you are reading the word and spending time with the Lord, the fastest way is to remember what he last told you to do and do it. And don't make any more excuses. And I'm not being rude. I had to do this myself. And I'm telling you, when I had the pharmaceutical sales job and the Lord was changing me and transforming me by his word, I was given a tithe of my time. I'm telling you this so you know my schedule tithe of my time in the word every day. That was what I told the Lord so I could hear his voice. He changed me. Eyes on the page. It wasn't just listening with a full-time job, career. And he changed me. And I knew his voice. And he would tell me to do things. And the liar knew that I was getting it because no one, I wasn't talking to anybody about it. I was just doing it because that's what the Lord said to do. And I was getting so much pressure from all angles, money, um, a manager, the job, family, friends, everything, lots of things. And I'm like, Lord, what do I do? He goes, take a day. I have vacation day. Take a day. Spend time with me all day. Praise God. I'm like, that doesn't make sense, but okay, great. I was expecting him to give me solutions for the challenges that I had. No, you could write the challenges down on a sheet of paper and then give it to him because he taught me. You get in my word and I'll handle all your stuff. And then like 
there were times where the enemy would do it like even more pressure after my day, eight hours in the word. And I took a day off from work and the Lord said, do it again. Call my manager, say, I need to take another personal health day, whatever. I never used my vacation days for myself. I don't care what you do. I used it to be with family and when God told me to spend time with him. When we're willing to give up our me time, self time, whatever we want to call it, entertainment time, whatever. I don't when we can just live under the Lord and stop thinking about ourselves and what we think we need to do and sincerely retrain ourselves with the Holy Spirit to be in the word and to be with the Lord and pray in the spirit. The relationship changes. It changes. And then you get to know the Lord. And it's a two-way conversation. And you fall in love with Him. And I'm not married, but I have been in love. And so it's like falling in love with someone. You want to talk to them all the time. You want to see them all the time. You want to spend time. You want to be with them. If one is not experiencing that with the Lord, then they're missing out. We're missing out on what God designed for us. When we're in that place of relationship with the Lord, then he tells us how to avoid and be higher in the spirit over the junk of the world. So that even though it's going on, he gives us insights or he'll say, how about you don't participate in that group or I want you to send an email to this group, blah, blah, blah. He'll just guide you, guides us. So my point is, if one thing to know is if you're not having a relationship with the Lord, like with someone you fell in love with, a spouse, etc., then something's missing. I'm not blaming you. I'm 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 trying to suggest that get alone with God. Set aside a time. Time aside. Don't let excuses say, I don't know what to do for three hours with the Lord. Well, just first of all, set the si aside that time and just give it to him. And your flesh will, if it's not been trained to do that, then it'll scream and it'll get distractions. And then the enemy will come in with distractions. And I'm telling you, then you'll see how carnally minded you had become. If you, if we can't sit unto the Lord with the word or read the word, then the degree that we can't do that is the degree of the contamination in us. I'm not being rude. I just know a lot of enough people who love the Lord, who they would rather spend hours upon hours upon hours upon hours upon hours that just time just flies with the Lord in his word than anything else. And that's how I feel. And I don't get to do that as often, but that's, it's not ever changed. I love the Lord. I love the Bible. I love the word more than anything else. And that's why the Lord has blessed me. The blessing is always here. Excuse the turn. It should be the last one. Um, oh. he, he has the blessing for everyone, but that's how in Exodus 19, five, it talks about God wants to, to show off his people. How can God be showing off his people who are saved but cannot pay bills family members sick and dying they have no clue what to do about the world and they're living in it that's not our God our God made a way for us to live above all this furthermore he's made a way that's provided 
for us. Furthermore, he always has answers and it doesn't matter if the natural looks like it, there's closed doors. I promise you, it doesn't matter. I believe the Lord made sales forces when I was working my job just to shift things around for my last year to be blissful. And it was my best year because I was serving the Lord. God can do anything, but if we don't give him a chance, He's not going to force himself on us. He's not. Because who wants to force anyone to love them? And so it's, he's already done everything. He already sent Jesus. And Jesus, it just makes me feel for Jesus. I think it's insulting when we don't take time to try to get to know him. It is a journey and it is a process. And this is not judging or condemnation. But if I don't tell you that it is a great life with him, I'm not faking it. I can't fake the joy of the Lord. I can maybe fake happiness, but I can't fake. I've been full of bliss, literally, since 2012. And even in the midst of things going up and down, yeah, I might be emotional, but deep down, it's the real deal. And in the past, I don't think we saw enough of the real deal of people all in with the Lord where they have the fruit of that. Because, yeah, I, I know people that love the Lord, but then how much time do they spend with Him? It's not a judgment. It's just ascertaining. You don't have to talk about how much time you spend with the Lord when you do and when you love Him. I'm just trying to help those of us that are in the past stuck and are frustrated. Frustration comes from state, it's being in the flesh and you don't even realize. I didn't even realize it. I have a Jesus tattoo on my ankle and I would be working and I don't know why I was frustrated. I'm like, I love Jesus. And I would talk about Jesus. It's just, and then I didn't realize how far off I was. It wasn't that I was far off. I just hadn't gotten in deep enough with the Lord. And that's the difference. So may you just want to do whatever it takes to get close with the Lord. And then consistently not just a weekend. That's great if you can do that. Most people have families and responsibilities. So how do you do that? You get up hour or two earlier. You don't watch TV. You don't do entertaining things for yourself. Your family should be your entertainment and the Holy Spirit can be. Once you realize how great it is to live with the Lord, natural entertainment pales in comparison. It's not the same. Okay. I love y'all. I hope this helps. Talk to you soon.